This week's pod is sponsored by Nova Energy Drink, which was established in 2019 when the need for a better energy drink in the marketplace was there. Many people who could not consume other caffeinated products, including coffee and sodas, showed this product to their doctors and they found that it was safe for a variety of health issues. With zero sugar, 1.5 grams of carbs, getting rid of common ingredients that cause allergic reactions, and only five calories per serving, Nova Energy Drink is set to be the healthier choice for our customers while providing long-lasting energy. Nova Energy Drink has now shipped worldwide with an expansive customer base, including some well into their 90s. Their continuing goal is to share this groundbreaking product with people searching for a better energy solution. We have three different flavors, Galactic Grape, Strawberry Moon, and Celestial Punch. If you go to NovaEnergyDrink.com and use the code word GEO, you get 10% off your order. And welcome to the Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast with your boy Darry Lips once again. And as always, my man Gio. Hey, man. Fuck the wrestling community. Ah. Yeah. It's uh, interesting and definitely the biggest talking point. Um, been quite a week, actually. Idiots seem to be crawling out of the woodwork. They announced live shows, and that means people can just start jumping around. But of course, I think the biggest news. No, uh, no. It's that got on my ass for laughing at a trash bag thing and people that needed to be released getting released. They were okay with this guy getting released, though. Yeah. So fuck this wrestling community. But yeah, this is the first time that we've heard his side. So Velveteen Dream released um, a statement on his side of things, which, you know, uh, if you haven't caught up with it already, he basically... At most, at most, you can call him stupid or mix in his personal life and social media world. At most. If his version of offense is how it went. Well, yeah, don't ever. Yeah, we he, he are- fucked up and that was stupid, you know, in my view. But to call him what has been called, I, I don't know, with no proof. The problem I have with it, Listen, the problem I have he with was it. Guilty of, if he was guilty of any of this them why is it that they released everybody else but him exactly like look at the speed that they made the releases too jack gallagher like i didn't even read the full statement before i read that he was released. you know like Thanks. this is a, a billion dollar company that could find no travis, concrete proof look how, look how quick they fired travis banks yeah like they looked into it and they acted and with velveteen dream this, it just shows that like, they've, they've released him because of the fans. 100%. Like, I just, I'm, this is a man's career that people have gone on a witch hunt without full proof. It's just, it's what's wrong with wrestling, in my view. This is like, and this cancel culture. And I, I just don't know. I don't know what, what's in line for him. Um, it's been really poor. I mean, if what he's saying is true, because I've seen it, like I've seen the discords, everyone's like, oh, you know, when they now know both sides, because no formal charges have come forward. The kids that made the charges deleted their social media so no investigation could be done. I just, I, I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm annoyed with it because, you know, the character of Velveteen Dream needs fans. It only works in a crowd. You know, we said that like during COVID when he was doing the Adam Cole thing that, you know, without fans around, the character does struggle. And to have gone through what he's gone through, like with the statement that's been put, I don't know. I don't know. What do you think next to him? Do you think he can come back or do you think, you know, it's just going to be too risky for him? I, or? I think he could come back, honestly. But WWE is fucking stupid for listening to these moronic Karen snowflakes that just want to keep bitching because they believe dirt sheets. Yeah. And they only heard one... The the part that gets me is that only heard one side of the story. You know, we only heard one side. And now that they've heard his, they're like, oh, 
oh you know like i just i'm it's annoying it's it's not right and if, if his version of events are at most he's an idiot you know that that's it like that doesn't you know i even saw someone trying to say oh but jackson Riker stayed i mean come on that's not even jackson Riker's just got weird political views that doesn't you know like he just shouldn't be allowed twitter that's all that is and he's barely been on it since <laughs> to be fair so i i don't know it's if if they were gonna fire Jack, if they were gonna fire somebody, they would have. They did like they did this idiot referee who also got fired this fucking week. Yeah, he got fired too. Well, yeah, the no shocker there because he's a proud boy. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it was um, it was interesting to read, um, Velveteen Dream's statement. Uh, I have to say it's uh, and I think the wrestling community the internet wrestling community needs to uh, take, a, take a look at itself a little bit you know we, we've been in discords people were celebrating this man losing the job without hearing his side of the story they, the you know, people that literally chastised me for saying it's no big deal that the dudes that got fired got fired yeah 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 and, and like and any of the releases, none of them, none of them have really been shocking. As I say, Billy, maybe Billy Kay is the only one that I was a bit surprised at, a little bit. You know, uh, the rest kind of makes sense, like with where things are. But this one, I think, uh, I think the wrestling community is should uh, take a look at itself because I think they've they've done it dirty here. I I don't think it's it's right. Um, it's do you, do you, I mean? What do you think of his statement there? What did you make of the statement? Did you do you believe it? Like, do you, do you think that's how it went down, or do you think he's missing bits? Or I don't think he's missing anything, to be honest. No, I I think he was yeah. When what he was saying, you know, he he seemed pretty honest. He seemed pretty open. The bit that gets me is they did an investigation and found nothing. No charges have been pressed. What are people basing this fact on what he is on? What are they basing it on? You know, that, there's yeah. nothing. That's what gets me. Where Where is the proof? Because some kid that deleted his social media so no one could see it, you know? So I don't know. It's, uh, it's, very, uh, it's very sad that the wrestling community is. And that's why they've released it. Because there's, uh, you know, there, there's not much they can do. The, the fans were just not gonna get on board with it but i wish well, he won't he's only got a 30 they... day thing so think you'll end up in aw or something to me it's stupid you know what is stupid? You know? probably dreamers comments about christian that was stupid <laughs> good lord uh christian yeah, wants no, to but... prove everyone wrong much like tom brady <laughs> yeah Okay, I like Christian, I do, but come on, man, Tommy, Tommy, Christian and Tom Brady in the same conversation, I don't know, I don't know about that, <laughs> I don't know about that, Tommy. Um, the other big thing that's been blowing up Twitter, obviously Chris Jericho put a tweet out saying that he thinks Kenny Omega is the best in wrestling, but of course that then made... One side, no using Roman Reigns is. The other side, you know, all anti-Roman Reigns, it's Kenny Omega. What, what's wrong with liking both? Like thinking both are the best of their shows. Uh, you know, that's you what I don't get. Absolutely not. It's just like the comments have just been crazy. Like I would be on the side. I think right now Roman Reigns is the best in wrestling. But that's not me saying that Kenny Omega isn't. You know what I mean? Like, I think right now, Roman Reigns is just yeah. on such good form. But that's not me saying that I think Kenny is worse. Kenny is, is, is amazing. And, like, and his track record and performances show that. It's just, again, wrestling community, just jump on any old thing. And they, they take it and run with it so bad. There has to be, like, a loser all the time. They can't just be, you know... I don't know how to describe it, but it's very sad to see because I think that's what's spoiling wrestling. When you look at all the wrestling right now, it's in a very good place. 
like I have to say, Raw last night, I thought was one of the best Raws I've seen in a very long time. From a matches point of view, I thought the wrestling was on point. I thought the choice of matches was on point. I think the storylines that they're going with, good to see Ricochet and Humberto doing some stuff. I, I'm all aboard. It's obviously going to be, what did they call it, Summer of Kofi. I'm pretty sure they're going to have Kofi in that position to keep Lashley busy. Myself, I, 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 I'm cool. all right with that. Yeah. I, I was saying last night, because we watched a bit of Raw in Discord together, and with Kofi... He's a believable underdog. Like, I, even though you assume that he will lose to Drew and get his ass kicked by Drew and Lashley and stuff, when he, you do expect him to pull off some moves and to get a win, it's not a huge shock, like, for me. Like, he's, he's perfect fodder right now yeah. to go into that summer role, you know? Um, and I'm pleased for him, and it shows, you know? They, they, have, they trust him, obviously. Um, but did you manage to catch any of Raw? Do you see uh, anything really. yourself? I, I I did catch up on it, though, so. Yeah, okay, cool. Because I thought, from a wrestling point of view, it was good to see Nikki Cross. A bit weird, her celebration thing for lasting the minutes. I, I, I don't know. What is this big fuck thing for? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't really get what it was for. Um, and Cross win. Yeah, it was non-title, and Nikki Cross won if she survives two minutes. And she did. Um, and then Cross was dancing and messing about like old Nikki Cross. I didn't really get what it was about, but, you know, it is what it is. Can we talk about the speed of almost? Yes, please. <laughs> Bro, he took off. Yeah. Where did that come from? I thought he was some big scary dude. No. Um, and my boy Reggie's going to get murdered next week. Do you think, are, are you liking, though, like the, the Riker Elias setup? Obviously, I, the, the focus on the champ styles I and that. But do you think Elias and Riker are working? Aren't, Amo, aren't AJ and Omos supposed to be heels? This is what I'm wondering. Are they? I mean, because Riker I, and Elias are clearly not faces, though. Like, the last I remembered is AJ and Omos were heels. Yeah. Do you yeah. turn face by getting tomatoes thrown at you? Like, <laughs> how does this work? <laughs> Maybe you do. Uh, I have to say, I, I think Riker and Elias are working really well as a team. Um, wouldn't shock me if they get a tag team title run, knowing the way that WWE books tag team. Um, I would kind of expect it. But I thought he put on a really good match as well with AJ. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate any of Raw last night. Um, I liked Riddle and Woods. I thought they put on a hell of a match. Hell of a match. Um, as well as, obviously, well, it started with the number one contenders match of Drew and Kofi, which ended in a draw because um, uh, MVP and, and Bobby Lashley jumped the ring and smashed everyone up. And then they made the match for next week. And if Lashley interferes, he'll be suspended without pay. Um, do you, but do you see something else happening? Do you see maybe someone interfering to help Kofi win, or do you think they let Kofi roll up Drew and hit him clean? I mean, or doing that, then why are they pushing this new day in RK Bro feud? Yeah, see, and then the other side of that—that's what the the other bit was—is you know Riddle was taking on Xavier Woods, and there seems to be some things there. It was a very good match, by the way, I have to say really, really good match. It was, it was awesome. And I've always like, when you get woods like this, when you get like consequences, creed woods, you know, awesome. Like he can put on a match. Xavier Woods, super talented. Always has been loved him in TNA. I think he was in with the big Afro. Uh, um, he was great. Yeah. He awesome. was great. Yeah. He was great in TNA. Yeah. Consequences. Um, Put on a hell of a match. Riddle hit the RKO. <laughs> but he hit it good. Just out of nowhere. It was, a, it was an RKO out of nowhere. Got the three. Best match of the night for me. I thought it was amazing. I loved every second. Um, yeah. I, as I say, I thought all of Raw. I'm tired to see Flair Oscar again. Um, but those two. 
I, I can't. This is so. This is why I want to bring it up. Now I'm tired of seeing Charlotte Oscar. We've seen it a lot. Do you know what I mean? Like it's happened a lot. Every single match has been a banger. Last night was a banger. I don't get why people hate Charlotte Flair so much. If she can put on matches like that, you know, on a just a av normal show of Raw against a woman that she's worked with a million times, they put on a hell of a banger. You know, why don't we get the same comments about Oscar? She always is, is in, and in around it. I just, I don't get, I don't see the hate. I watched that match and I'm like, how can you not appreciate what Charlotte Flair does? Like, she's awesome. Like, she's maybe the best women's wrestler there is. Like, arguably she, she is. I, I just, I don't know. I, 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 again, this whole week, I've just been watching wrestling fans and their comments and just thinking, is that the only way to watch wrestling now is to complain about something? Is that all it is? Do you think now as a wrestling fan? Do you remember like when we were kids growing up? We didn't care. We, you know, we watched a couple of Saturday night main events and they build up a feud. Then you watched them at the pay-per-view. And now it's, we need to know the inside out of their life. We need to, you know, oh, you've, you've had 15 matches this year. You're, you're overbooked and blah, blah, blah. I mean, why are we not complaining about Kenny Omega doing a, a promo on TNA without the title in his hat, doing a promo for a championship match and there's no title. I mean, how disrespectful on your own show. He doesn't care. Like, I, none of it cares. None of them care. And, and I hate it. I mean, I don't like Moose comparing himself to better than Jericho and Moxley and <laughs> whatever. Okay, Moose, chill. You may be the best in TNA, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, Omega was there with no title. Just crazy, crazy. Um, elsewhere on Raw, obviously they're pushing the Shelton Cedric thing. I think it's more for um, a Cedric heel turn, which he's not very good at. I don't think he's got the mic presence for it. I don't see much of a future for Cedric Alexander myself. Um, I feel like this is like last chance saloon because whether people want to believe it or not, Cedric's had a lot of chances to like show what he can do. And I don't see, I don't see any improvement. I'm not, I'm not behind it. I, I don't know. Um, his, his promo stuff at the beginning of Shelton was, was awful. Um, yeah, it was dragging and it was just poor. It was the low point of the night. That was it. Um, and then obviously we had Carrillo and and Sheamus, and uh, which Ricochet come out. You think that's leading to maybe like a triple threat for the US title? Because I mean, I know Ricochet was on Raw Talk after saying he wants the US title. Um, do you think they'll do a triple threat? Or I can see that because I have to say, like Carrillo, and he's put on some weight, any Carrillo. Like he looks, he looks beefed out. Um, but it was cool, and then it finished with the women's tag match. Poor old Reginald. Um, the match wasn't bad. Um, I thought Naya wasn't particularly good last night. I would always defend, but I don't think she looked interested last night. Um, but Reginald was headed to the back after that Shania, Shayna Baszler yelled at him. And as he was headed to the back, boom, up went some flames, blinded him, gave the tally of the win. Um, my boy, Dave, my, my boy, Reggie's going to get his ass kicked. Yeah, because he's got Shayna Baszler next week, yeah? <laughs> Man, I'm thinking this is going to lead to the Nia-Shayna breakup because she's going to, like, save him. But uh, is all the flame stuff that's, I'm guessing, still Alexa Bliss mess messing with her or them, you know? Is, yeah. You think it's going to be, like, we're all thinking it's Shayna, but do you think Bliss is going to do some stuff like The Fiend and it's actually on Nia? She's like going back through, you know, like the fiend done people that have wronged him. You think maybe, maybe. it'd be, but, I mean, yeah, she did have a feud with Naya over the being best friends and all that. Yeah, but I think it, yeah, I think it has to lead to the breakup and hopefully maybe some good things for Shayna because it does seem to be focusing on her. Um, and it'll be good for them, they've, they've done. They've done really well in the tag division, and I don't think anyone's going to knock that. I don't really didn't really get the team, but I actually think they've helped make the women's titles feel like something. 
Um, but it was an odd episode, but it was really entertaining. Um, the matches were decent time. It wasn't pushed down my throat. There was a few bangers. Yeah, it's, it's going to be good. I mean, this time of year, I always feel is all a bit like filler till Money in the Bank and SummerSlam. You know, and it, it's going to be a little bit of that over the next month until they get back on the road and, you know, fans are back in the stadium. But I thought it was a really good uh, episode of Raw. I, I think the best one I've seen maybe since WrestleMania, I would say, myself, um, which they needed. It needed a good episode because I think I was losing, losing hope. <laughs> I was losing hope. Um yeah so yeah what an interesting week though it's just been a crazy week of poorness um and of course um the ex-wife of uh ultimate warrior um okay yeah she's not been particularly pleased about dark side of the ring i love these dark side of the ring episodes yeah i had no idea that two cold scorpio trying to kill hawk well, they were in Japan. I know. That We're one was amazing. Korea. Sorry, in Korea. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that episode, it not only did it show, like, the politics side of it, I didn't realize, like, all the stuff behind, you know, like, the people didn't want to go and then all the fighting. Like, and two cold Scorpio, definitely Flash Funk. I can't do the Scorpio. He built Sorry. a shank out of chopsticks. <laughs> Yes, he did. He, he took metal chopsticks and built a shank. Crazy. Yeah, he built a shank. I didn't realize like, that Scorpio was like that. I I didn't realize there was so much behind that. Like, they blatantly used him for propaganda by, like, make, by forcing them to, like, go worship the statues and filming it and shit. So it made yeah. it look like they and were that there was for wrestling. They pay yeah. homage to the statue. That's as they landed as well, weren't it? That's what they were saying. And it's the first thing. They landed and got sent straight there. <laughs> like, oh, dear. It's going to be like that. Um, but, yeah, I think it's been really good. I really enjoyed the Brian Pillman one to start. I didn't realize, you know, how, how he got his out of contract for WCW and that. What a legend. <laughs> like, my <like> God. <laughs> Just played everyone. Um yeah, I thought that episode was good. I even enjoyed like the Nick Nick Gage stuff. I have to say it was it was cool. Um, I don't really that's probably the weaker one of the lot, but I enjoyed seeing it. But obviously Dana Dana Warrior came out and said, um, I had no part in this project. Smut and filth does not rise to my note, is what she put. Um Yeah, so she had no part in it. Um I'm looking forward. And that's this week, isn't it? This one? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll focus. Yeah, it's this this Thursdays. Um, so it'll be interesting to see uh, what is going to be there. Because um, he's got some talk, story. We need to talk about the epicness that is Swerve Scott's heel turn and okay. heel group going on. I love it. Top the, the entourage. Top Dollar is one of my favorite characters right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That big boy AJ is a beast. Yeah, didn't he play? He, he's the one that played American football in AJ Francis. He's the guy who also does the Treasure Hunter show. Oh, okay. He's the one that's doing the show where they're hunting for all the WWE stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously, big fan of a of a Shanty Ludonis. Um, I'm hoping it's he's going to be in the a- new game because he's a cruiserweight now. It's such a group. Yeah. And she fits very well. Brianna Brandy fits. And that was her making her yeah. NXT debut. She signed I'm back in 2019. So. I, I, I'm liking Hit Row. It's giving Swerve Scott something. And it's giving these new dudes like a character. Yeah. This is where, though, I feel like NXT does very, very well. It's like they, they pass on and create like. I've always been a big fan of Swerve Scott, but now to give him this group, all up and comers, 
you know, he's done some really good stuff, I think, since turning kind of bad, uh, Swerve Scott has. And I think, you know, he can really take this. I think that as a group could be a real, a real force. It could definitely now, be a real force. Now, here's a question. Do you think they're hiring Leo Rush back? Because he was, he's there today doing motion capture for the video game. But, yeah, see, I thought that, but they're also using TJP. TJP is also doing motion that capture. He's, you know, he's Impact, and Impact's working with AEW. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, TJP is also being used for the motion capture, and apparently has been for, like, two or three games. Apparently, it's, it's oh, TJP is a, is a regular for the motion capture, which I think is quite interesting. Um. Because again, I, I don't think there's half as many issues between companies as we're led to believe. You know, I think fans want there to be these Monday Night Wars again. And I don't think there's a world for that anymore. But I have to say, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Leo Rush go back. I don't know why. I, I'm, it wouldn't shock me. I mean, I'm guessing Zelina will be back soon. I do think she'll be back. Um, yeah, I maybe. He's just he's got some attitude, and he that's the problem with Leo Rush is the backstage mouth. WWE and like the experienced guys don't take to that know, very well, do they? Like Mark Henry. Like I know him and Mark Henry do not get along. Yeah, there was a lot of Twitter stuff, weren't there? Like between those two. Big Twitter stuff. <laughs> and exactly, you start calling out people like Mark Henry. You know, uh, Mark Henry's got some voice. So I don't know. It'd be, it'd be difficult. Um, yeah, difficult. Um, also, I hear that um, apparently they are going to re-sign Daniel Bryan, but he wants to do the CMLL anniversary show first as a free agent. So apparently he's going to do that and then go back is what the rumor is. <laughs> Apparently, yeah, he wants to do the CMLL um, anniversary. Yeah, he wants to wrestle at the anniversary show. He said, um, so his exact words, Daniel Bryan's exact words, something I always wanted to do in my career but never did is to be part of the CMLL anniversary show. So I think I'm going to try to convince WWE to let me go do that. Which meant then people were like, oh, so why are you convincing WWE? Because I think they're pushing really hard to recite it. But... Only thing with the with those CMML shows is there or the the anniversary shows. Oh, it's CMML. Sorry, I was gonna say because if it's AAA, stay away. Mm. The AAA anniversary shows are always notoriously bad. Yeah. Like, oh, triple manias are not good. Vampiro. No. There's one where Vampiro's just shouting for his music to be played so he can do his run-in, and he just won't get up. So he's sitting at the commentator's table, and like he's just going over the mic going, where's my fucking music? Play my fucking... Will somebody just play my fucking music? And like, Matt Stryker's trying to hide it. He's like, well, Va- what Vampiro's doing right now, guys, is he's calling for the fans to get his music to be played. So he he can get amped up like he's trying so bad to save the segment. <laughs> like Vampiro's just having a fucking fit. Like he's just like, for the love of God, just play my fucking music. Play my fucking music. <laughs> like he just didn't do the running and he's like three feet away watching his partner get beat up. Oh my God. <laughs> But yeah, oh god. There's the one where Jeff Jarrett showed up drunk in the fans and just started handing out tortillas. Oh my god, I remember. I've seen that. I think that's on YouTube. I think I've seen that. I think that's a YouTube clip, the drunk Jeff Jarrett stuff. I mean, because man, he He went down a very dark hole, didn't he, Jeff Jarrett, for a bit? (laughs) He wasn't even booked. He just showed up. He He showed up there drunk and started handing out tortilla shells. (laughs) <laughs> there's the one where sexy star trying to break rosemary's arm for real yes that's that long ago was that what that wasn't that long ago was it that was like maybe two years ago yeah like maybe 18 max 
God, yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, she did try to break her arm, like, for real, real. She dislocated it. Yeah. <laughs> well, Daniel Bryan wants to go there, so... <laughs> maybe yeah. WWE are just like, you don't really want to do that. <laughs> like, maybe think about what you're saying. <laughs> um, but speaking of, like, moving around, so obviously Finn Balor has come out and said he wants to go back on the main roster. Um, he also said that there's some life left in his demon character in WWE. Um, but he does believe that the Prince is the most true representation of himself. And then the report come out to say that over the coming weeks, there will be multiple NXT UK and NXT superstars called up to the main roster and drastic shakeup of talent across all three brands. Obviously, it started Rick Boogs was the first one this last week. So I called this the minute the announcement came out that they're moving AEW to to Fridays. I said there's going to be a shakeup because the WWE is going to one-up them again. Yeah. So that, their second show in it is going to be on Fridays. Is that right? No, they're moving Dynamite to Fridays. Oh, I thought that that was start, just moving channel and they were getting a second show on Fridays. Uh. They're moving Dynamite to, to uh, the other... To the what's TBS, it's weird. TBS, yeah, yeah, isn't that the one that just does reruns though? Yeah, the channel is that like a good channel? I'm not American, like, is that a good move for him or is it just money? Because I heard that the money that you know has, has tripled. Um, I mean, is it a good channel or is it literally just reruns? Because someone told me it was just reruns of like Big Bang and Friends, and on repeat. Loves Rain, Futurama, like, oh, just cool. a lot of, like randoms. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, because obviously after this week, Rick Boogs got called up and is Nakamura's guitarist, <laughs> which hey, I love. Eric Bergenheiger, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Rick Boogs. I thought it was good. I, I loved it. I thought hey, it worked hey, really well. Hey, the Old Spice guy. <laughs> um, yeah. I As I say, like, SmackDown for me, it, we don't talk about much in SmackDown is because if you watch SmackDown, the show knows how to make you want to watch next week. I don't think I've watched an episode of SmackDown where I'm like, oh, I'm not going to watch that next week. I always want to watch it next week. I was reading now they put Rampage on TNT and they switched Dynamite to TBS. Oh, so the new show is going to stay on TNT. They're putting the new show on TNT. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Getting on October 13th, TNT will be airing AEW Rampage, a third weekly program, which will air at 10 p.m. in addition to the new show, AEW. Well, we'll make the move from TBS, TNT to TBS and TNT, yeah. So they're pretty much moving it over to Fridays on TBS. I don't know why. I don't know why you'd want to compete with SmackDown when SmackDown is WWE's best thing right now. That that's that's risky. I mean, because SmackDown is really good, and I don't think anyone would say it's not right now. Like that would be, that would be weird for me, especially where you've got Wednesdays completely clear. Maybe they'll change that, but yeah, I don't know. Don't know. Interesting. But I suppose on Wednesdays they're competing with the hockey, okay, aren't they, on sorry. their channels? Okay, they are keeping on Tuesdays with. I'm just reading it all now because it's all okay. confusing. Yeah. Rampage on TNT on Friday nights. Okay. All right. So but, Rampage is the new one. What a dynamite on TBS? You're already affecting business because not many people watch TBS and know what channel TBS is on to where they're going to have to look for it now. Yeah, someone said to me, TBS is the channel you put on when you're cleaning your house and you want background TV noise. That's how it was described to me. When you just want something in the background of something familiar... That's the channel that you put on when you're cleaning like your house. I'm guessing they had no choice because they won the, it's the hockey, for- isn't it? Yeah. And the hockey pulls numbers. But yeah, what gets me is they've already shifted it for the hockey. You know? I don't know. Don't know. Interesting. But the thing is, like, I I I actually watched AEW this week. Um I haven't for a while. Um, I've because I've been mainly enjoying NXT, but I did actually 
watch it this week and I don't know. It was very promo heavy. I guess that's what mattered with what's coming up since, you know, this is, they've got a pay-per-view coming up and they double or nothing is coming up. Um, they had to, they rush build a couple of things, I think, to get ready for double or nothing. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, good to see Christian Cage. You know, I finally seeing him. Eddie Kingston being on TV every week. I don't hate. I just, I don't. I, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan at the moment. It, and, and you know why? It's not because of anything they're doing. I don't hate AEW. I don't. I enjoy it. I think the wrestling is really, really good. It's spot heavy. It's, you know, in your face. It's got an indie feel. It's the old school sort of smash your fucking head in with a chair kind of stuff. I don't hate it. I just, I've seen it all before. Like WWE jokes and side old WWE guys. And, you know, you've already seen this week, Scorpio Sky saying he's in his contract year. Already admitting, you know, and then see what the future holds. Scorpio Sky is a guy that they should be building MJF from within because said, MGF said about business, didn't he? He's interested. What will be interesting is when it comes to re-signing, which will be like next year in 2024, you know, in that gap, what they re-sign and where it shows that their loyalty is and stuff, you know? Are you going to build new guys? Because that's what you need. They're, yeah, they're supposedly they're all divided and fighting backstage. Yeah, I saw that too. That was, that was always, again, I always felt it's the same thing that happened at WCW, same kind of thing that happened in TNA. Egos. You put egos in charge. You know, think of their meetings. You've got Kenny Omega, Young Bucks, Cody Rhodes, Chris Jericho, the Khans. That's a lot of ego. That's a lot of opinion. Strong opinions too, you know? Whereas at WWE, it's one guy. Vince has final say, oh. right or wrong. You know, and that's why it's been successful for me. Yeah, if what I'm hearing is Jericho and Cody want to go one way and like... The Bucks and Kenny want to go this other way. That's probably the WWE and Jericho and Cody. Yeah, that, that is probably it. You know, they, they've seen what's successful, you know, and I only, I've always believed, I think Jericho isn't a bad dude. I don't think he's a bad dude. I think him being able to go on the Austin podcast on the network shows there's still respect. Uh, Cody, since he left, I, as a businessman, I've got nothing but respect for him, how he's marketed himself from leaving. And not the top-tier talent has made himself one of the biggest names in wrestling out of, you know, business decisions. You know what I mean? Like, which I fully understand. But then you'd see Omega and Young Bucks, you know, they're, they're ego-driven. You know what I mean? Like, they are ego-driven. So yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting for them and how they get through it. And of course, what we need to remember is the Khans, yeah, their focus is going to be Jacksonville a little bit. You know, they've got their franchise quarterback there now. You know, they cannot, they've got a guy that can win them a Super Bowl at quarterback. You know, they have to, they have to push that. You know, they have to do that. They've probably got one of the biggest quarterback talents to ever come out of college football, like with ratings wise and talk wise and hype wise. I mean, Trevor Lawrence has been talked about for two years or more about he's the guy. So I don't know, it'd be a tough time for them. And I've always said that I thought they're, they're other football teams, you know, because they've got Fulham over here who just got relegated. They're going to want to back that to get back in the Premier League. And you know what I mean? Like they, it's going to be going to be tough. It's going to be interesting to see what they do. It is going to be interesting to see what they do. Because of course, double or nothing is actually this week. Um, I'm just going to get the card up as we speak. So we can have a quick look. Here we go. Updated double or nothing cards. Here we go. So we've got the Casino Battle Royale. Um, one mystery entrant. Yeah. I wonder who that's going to be. One mystery. I'm wanting it to be No Way Jose. I've decided. <laughs> um, announced for the Casino Royal are Griff Garrison, Brian Pilmer Jr., Prez 10, Vance, Stu Garrison, Nick Comoroto, QT Marshall, Lee Johnson, Dustin Rhodes, Anthony Bones, Max Caster, Penta, El Zero, uh, Isaiah Cassidy, Mark Quinn, Matt Seidel, Christian Cage, Matt Hardy, Powerhouse Hobbs, Evil Uno, Colt Cabana, Jungle Boy, and The Mystery. Who do you think is going to be The Mystery? Think it's going to be anyone big or just... Uh... 
or just uh, a, a face? If they're smart, it would be somebody like Joe. But I, I have a feeling Joe's going over to Impact. You think so? You know, uh, but if they're yeah. smart, somebody like that. But it, okay. there's a whole list of people it could there be. Is, well, so, okay, so the first one, the top five in the bets, uh, Frankie Kazarian uh, on a solo run. Uh, Christopher Daniels is fourth. Paul White wrestling in it. Um, oh, there was Moose, but obviously it's not going to be him now. Andrade's in there, but I don't think I don't think Andrade's going to go there. And apparently, uh, Nagata is mentioned. Wow, isn't he I really mean, old? Um, I mean, and maybe <laughs> Daniel, Daniel Bryan, of course. They could use this for a good storyline. What if Joe wins it, but then he pulls around and says, now nah, I'm going to impact with this thing, and, you know, I'm going to use it to fight Omega and cash in for the impact title. Yeah. Boom, they were set up for, they were set up for Slammiversary. See, if they were smart, they'd do something like that. Hmm. Oh. Okay, so Drew Gulak's on this list because apparently his contract expired Friday, Friday night. I don't think he's... No. Uh, Chris Hero is mentioned. That's maybe, but I think he's got the... You know, has he got the 90-day? I don't know. Um, Alan, a Alan Angels. Can't see that. Uh, Jeff Cobb. Nick Aldis. Pineapple Pete, get it done. <laughs> uh, people are just throwing fucking names. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's no rhyme to this. Like, as I say, Drew, Drew Gulak got released quietly on Friday, or his contract ran out Friday, and he's already going to be there. Apparently, yeah, his contract's ran out Friday. Last Friday got, night. But they didn't announce he was released. No, but... Oh. Okay, so they've been working on a new contract over the past few weeks, uh, but were unable to work out a deal. So his contract round expired on Friday night and has chosen not to re-sign, leaving Drew Gulak a free agent just a week before Double or Nothing. That wouldn't shock me. That okay. wouldn't shock me. Maybe that's why he was in that match with Gaza, as like they were trying, like, look, we'll use you. You'll get a match. Maybe. All right. So, but yeah, apparently, I yeah. We'll get to the review before we get to our idiots of the week. So I had a good week because you, you gave me Halloween Havoc 97. Now, Halloween Havoc 97. Someone actually <laughs> got tired of, it, of hearing you suffer. <laughs> uh, let me bring up this card because I got to remember exactly what I was, what I went through here. But it was, it was a good card. It was. I can't lie. It was a good, but like, I remember... Was this, this that had the sudden death match in it, wasn't it? DDP and Savage was actually quite good. All right, so we had Yuji. There you go. We were just speaking of him. You had Yuji Nagata versus uh, Ultimo Dragon. Nagata beat him with a submission. Mm -hmm. This then, then this is like such a WCW card because like you'll see the top. It's it's so top heavy in the bottom, and then like the. The, the end sucks. Yeah. Christian versus Gato from New Japan. See what I mean? That's on your that's your undercard. <laughs> like <And> then <laughs> match three was like the match of the night of Eddie and Ray for match versus title. And for me, you would if you were talking about best matches ever, that match would come to your head. It's up there. It's yeah. You would Maybe. that would be in a discussion that you would you wouldn't argue if someone said my favorite match ever is that match you'd be like yeah I get that <laughs> yeah I get that and we go from a good match to Alex Wright versus <laughs> Steve McMichael Steve McMichael oh no oh he was trash <laughs> but I, I feel bad for the man he he's got really bad uh, ACLS right now like he's he's not doing too good oh really. Yeah, he's got uh, it's like uh, it's I'm trying to think of the name of it, but he's like deteriorating. Uh. Um, 
Sad. He won the yeah. Super Bowl, didn't he, with that Bears 86 team? Some guy named Bill Goldberg ran in, helped uh, helped Alex Wright win, then took his then took his Super Bowl ring. Don't <laughs> quite know who this Goldberg guy is. Nah, Dad, I'm not sure. I can't remember. Uh, Don't see him. And yeah, then you had Jacqueline versus Disco Inferno. Oh my God! Now this keep going back, we went from a good four match or three matches to two in a row here. Like, look at that. Yeah, look at the card. So the first few matches, Nagata, Ultimo Dragon, Jericho Gado, uh, Mysterio Guerrero, and then he followed it up with Alex Wright against Steve McMichael, and then Jacqueline beating Disco Inferno. Oh, my God. And then Kurt Henning versus Ric Flair, which, like, come on. Yeah. 97 Flair and, and, Kurt, and Kurt Henning, come on. Yeah, this is the this is the issue. Is look then, at that uh, undercard, you know, compared to now the next four. You look at the opening three, and Lex then the last Luger, four. Who wants to watch Lex Luger versus Scott Hall with Larry Zbysko as special referee? Damn you! <laughs> Got to get Larry in there. Oh, Macho Man and DDP was a good match because I've always enjoyed those. Yes, I have to say that was like a last man standing match, wasn't it? I know. Hogan okay. come in and, and hit him with a baseball bat. But yeah, it was good. Okay. Random rant time. Every single WCW 96-97 ending had some NWO guy dressed up as Sting helping one of their guys win. And these idiot announcers are always believing it was Sting. <laughs> yeah, the Fucking fake Sting. Kevin, Kevin Nash, who's not even the same height as Sting, attacked somebody and they're like, I can't believe Sting did that. <laughs> what? <laughs> when did Sting get to be seven feet tall? Uh, man, I'm just looking at this card. And then it ended okay. with... Now, now keep in mind, this was a week after, after the first ever Hell in a Cell with HBK and Undertaker, which was an absolute bloody mess, crazy match. Yeah. You get in a steel cage, Roddy Piper and Hollywood Hogan. God, then do you know what? Like that, when you look at that card, you can see what happened to WCW because it was from this that maybe the wheels started to come off. They started losing their shine, you know. Because how are you going well, from opening the show with like Nagata Dragon, Jericho Gado, and then you're ending with Piper Hogan in a cage? They were only two pay per views away from where it just. The, their their pinnacle and that was Hogan and Sting at that Starcade. After yeah. that Starcade, they just went down. Yeah, because I've just skipped ahead, and the next one, yeah, was World War Three. And again, you look how it started. You know, Perry Saturn, Disco Inferno, Nagata versus Dragon again, Steiner Brothers versus the Blue Bloods. Oh yes, uh, Eddie Guerrero versus Mysterio again, and then the main events. Kurt Head and Ric Flair, Scott Hall versus the Giant. Like, ah. And then, yeah, Starcade, where it all finished, I, I think, was the end of them. You know? But again, started with Guerrero Malenko. You think of the talent that they had. They had Perry Satin with Raven taken on Benoit. They had Eddie Guerrero, Dean Malenko. Like, how, how do you mess that up when you've got that talent coming through? Like... And no, you could see the talent. It's not like people were looking at Eddie Guerrero and Malenko and Benoit and Saturn and stuff and going, oh, maybe. People were looking at them like, damn, these guys, these guys are it. And then they all rocked up in WWE. <laughs> oh, man. That was still, yeah, Sting, Hogan. And then, all right. yeah. Now we got, now we get our idiot of the weekend. Speaking of WCW, well, he was actually on that Starcade card. Take it on. I think it was Lex Luger. Yes, in a singles match. Mr. Buff Bugwell. My goodness. What are you doing, sir? Well, apparently, we both have the answer of the week because I'll let you do yours next. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got mine. But yeah, you can somebody start. That had to, somebody that had to apologize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I got mine. I got mine. But, a bit quiet, but yeah. Jesus Christ, Buff. Yeah. That's well, a lot of offenses. Yeah. Yeah. 
So Buff Bagwell has been arrested. Um, let's read off the the the, the charges. <laughs> let's go through it. Speeding, failure to yield when entering an intersection, giving false data to a law enforcement officer, hit and run, following too closely, reckless driving, driving with um within a median, <laughs> driving under the influence of drugs, duty upon striking a fixed object. Driving on the wrong side of the roadway and having an open container. Fuck. Fuck Bugwell just woke up and was like, fuck it. <laughs> like, yo. Like, okay, I was never I love I liked Bath Bugwell, you know, and I think, you know, it was it was it was fun, but what what has happened? Like that's eleven offenses in one journey. He just woke up and decided GTA. <laughs> yes, I think he has. Yeah, uh, it was on Sat. And that he was arrested at half past one on a Saturday afternoon in that state. <laughs> Yikes! Um, He's been given a $4,000 bond for five charges, $10,000 bond for the rest. And after other fees, he was released to a company named A Second Chance Bail Bonds by paying bonds of $4,620 and $11,000. Isn't this like the second time? Like he had a big accident, didn't he, last year where he broke his ribs and hip and everything? Almost killed himself. Yeah, was that last year? Was that only last year? I think it was. Um, it hasn't said... Uh, if he was injured or anything, but yeah, like eleven missed like charges, eleven, fifteen thousand dollars. Like, what are you doing? Especially, yeah, August last year. Here we go. He broken ribs, broken right hip, broken left socket bone, broken nose, and a torn right groin muscle in August. Oh my god! No more driving, buff. Okay, driving is not for you. Okay, <laughs> let's not let's not do that um yeah let's not do that um uh, before i get to my idiot of the week a little interesting fact that i don't know if you know in 13 years of being on the same company triple h and Rey mysterio have never had a 1v1 match really yeah never never happened i found a reddit post and then i went hunted the closest it come was the 2006 rumble that's the closest that they've been they've done a few tag matches six mans Never ever 1v1 Triple H Ray Mysterio, which I'm shocked at. But when you think about it, when Triple H was drafted, Ray Mysterio went the other way. And then I think they swapped, swapped again, maybe a couple of drafts later. But I'm really shocked that those two have never had a 1v1, even like on a SmackDown or a Raw. Yeah, never ever in 13 years. I'm shocked. I'm, I was shocked. I would have thought that those two would have had a match. To be fair, I don't think they were ever on the same brand. Yeah, and that, that's when I sat and thought about it. I'm like, when he was drafted to SmackDown Triple H, I'm pretty sure that Mysterio went to Raw. Yeah, and then Mysterio, I think, came back to SmackDown when Triple H went back with Evolution and stuff. I guess their paths have just never really crossed, but I'm just surprised. But there's a lot of matches I'm surprised at, like Shawn Michaels Rock. I'm surprised we never we got that 1v1 and stuff. You know, there's a lot of matches that maybe we missed. Um, so yeah, I don't know, but yeah, I thought it was interesting fact. But anyway, my idiot of the week before we wrap up, <laughs> John Cena. I'm afraid, sir, called Taiwan a country, <laughs> <laughs> and he's now had to. He's been all over Twitter today apologizing to China. Oh my god! Oh, people, yeah, Taiwan as a country. And they got very upset, and so now he's he's having to apologize to all the Chinese people for, for saying that Taiwan is a country in its own right. Um, so, yeah, that gets my idiot because I laughed really hard at that. I just, you know, <laughs> I can't. Come on now. Come on now. Um, do you think, though, so when live fans are back, now I was having this discussion, and I wonder what you think. Who do you think should be the first person out of a live show when fans are back properly? Tamina Snooker. Oh, my God. Come on now. Don't be ridiculous. Do you think it should be Cena? You think that's why they're trying to get him to come back? Yeah. I think when fans are back, 
when you think of anyone that can get a reaction, good, bad, everything in between, I think it can only be Cena. Now, I don't want Cena back. Like, I'm not saying it to try and like knock on anyone. I mean, I know they're trying to get him and Roman one more time. Now, maybe push it for SummerSlam. I think Cena has to be the first music hit, like at first proper live show. I just, I just think much like Drew McIntyre needed to be the first music at WrestleMania. You know, um, I just feel that Cena's music needs to be the first one we hear, you know, because that's the one that gets, he's the guy that gets <laughs> fans going. Mm. Oh, dude, you remember the short, do you remember when Shawn Michaels kept playing Hitman and Hogan's and what was everyone's music? Remember that after the Montreal sculpture? <laughs> was it Commissioner Shawn? <laughs> just trolling him. In the whole SummerSlam. I I think he'll fight Roman at some point. I think all this year will be they'll bring guys back. Um because apparently Edge isn't back till SummerSlam. And everyone's like, oh my god, Edge is already taking time off, rah, rah, rah. He only signed a five match deal. Like, you know? He signed a five match deal, and I think he's done four of them already. So you're lucky he you come think, back at all. You think he'll beat Cena, retire Cena, and this is gonna be like his thing, like he just Roman Reigns yes. the head of the table on retiring people and then it'll lead to rocking him. Yes. That that's what I think. I think that he he will he will Cena will go off after that. I think Cena will come back, fight Roman, possibly at SummerSlam, and then be on his way. Maybe, you know, a bit like Taker, break glass to release Cena sort of thing, like Taker said. Um But yeah, I think that's what they'll do with Roman to all lead to Rock at WrestleMania. I think that's all leading to that. Okay. So, that's that's my there you go. That's my my theory. Um, just because of where Roman is, I think they're going to rock with the Seth Rollins. I do anticipate seeing Rollins versus Reigns at some point. I do think they're teasing that. I do think that's coming. Um, <laughs> but I want to see what they do. I think they're going to shake things up because SmackDown. Who's the main events of SmackDown right now? Seeing where they put Alistair Black's return, taking out Big E, my guess is he's mid-card. Um, the three main events is Rollins, Reigns, and Cesaro then, I guess, at the minute, isn't it? And is Cesaro main event all the time? They've got no challenges. Unless they give someone a push, like an Owens or a Big E or, or something. Yeah, I, I, I don't see... I see some big shake-ups. And it was good to see Alistair Black back. But took Big E's head off, which I like. So, there. Right. Two idiots of the week. We haven't had idiots for, for next. What have you got on your list? Have you got anything? No. Come on. Nope. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to find you one now. Let's have a look. Yep. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put some into my spin the wheel. Spin the wheel. Hang on. I'm going to scroll. Here we go. Pay-per-views. I'm going to scroll and stop. Ready? You say stop. Stop. Unforgiven 2006. <laughs> okay. Hold on, I have to go again. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even Hold know. On. Yeah. What is that? I don't even remember. I'm, I'm actually <laughs> this. Unforgiven 2006 is where the scroll stopped. Let's have, let's have a quick look what you've got coming up. Right at that time, it's going to be a lot of scenes. Let's have a look. We got Super Crazy and Shelton Benjamin. Johnny Nitro and Jeff Hardy for the IC title. Ah, it's the Hell in a Cell show the McMahon's against DX. No, no, (laughs) oh god, that's where they put his face in Big Show's hole. (laughs) Yes, yes. Oh my god, yeah, I get the Spirit Squad. Oh my god, and the Highlanders. Oh my god, I forgot about them. <laughs> oh, they were amazing. He got, the king of the dude, he got fired for sure from attending a TNA show, and then they they fucking ratted him. They ratted him out. Yeah. Oh my god, You're the like, Highlanders. It's Rory of the, the Highlanders watching Impact, and he's like <laughs> chilling in the crowd. <laughs> Okay, well, there you go. Unforgiven 2006. Uh, Chris Stratus' retirement match. Oh, yes. 
It was actually the last match of her full-time career. There you go. Orton versus Carlito and TLC. Cena versus Edge. If Cena loses, he leaves. Raw for SmackDown. There you go. Yeah. There you go. That's that's your week's viewing. <laughs> you can't What's watch that? DX versus Big Show and the McMahons. <laughs> oh, I'm not going on my Discord when you're watching that. I'll stay well away. Because <laughs> yeah. that one's my choice. Oh, Jesus. I'm sorry. I'm uh, sorry, Gia. Right. Uh, well, obviously, next week we'll yeah. have some double or nothing uh, to go through. Um, obviously, whatever happens on XT, SmackDown Raw, whatever idiots step up. Whatever the internet wrestling community decide to do, if you want to take a piece of advice, shut your mouth and watch wrestling. That's it. Pretty simple. Keep quiet because you guys have just spoiled it for me. So there you go. Hot take. I'll see you next week, Gio.